Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host tonight. Just want to take some time to worship the Lord and give everybody a little time to just kind of have a moment with God. I want to open up an order of prayer. If you need to contact us, we're at 619-638-8458. Also, you can go to our website at www.prayerinternational.org. You can email us at prayer at prayerinternational.org. And uh, I guess that's about it. So check out our website. We've got plenty of videos and uh, audio tracks, as well as some devotionals and different things that might help uh, build you up in your spirit and help you grow in the Lord. Well, Father, we just give you praise tonight, Lord. We're doing this for you, Lord. This is all about you, Jesus. It's not about Sean. It's not about Chris. It's not about anything else but to give glory and honor and praise to your name. Father, tonight, Lord, we just say come and be present on the show by your Holy Spirit. Father, have your way. Have your way, Lord, on the show tonight, Lord. Reveal yourself, and we just pray that your presence would be among us. Your presence would be among us tonight, Lord God, in a real and mighty way, Lord. And we just want you to change our hearts, turn us more like you, Father. Help us. Father, right now we just pray for everyone with infirmities. We just speak healing over the sickness, everyone that's struggling with depression. We say depression, be gone. Everyone that's struggling in their relationships. We just pray for healed and whole relationships. Father, we just ask your blessing on the show tonight. We ask that you would have your way, Lord. Be glorified, Jesus. Touch your people tonight. We pray your kingdom come and your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, Lord, we thank you for daily bread. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for your blessings in our lives. Father, we just commit this time to you tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Listen, we're going to break and uh, do some music tracks, give you a little bit of time to meditate on the Lord, and uh, we'll see what happens. Straightforward from this passage, God doesn't choose that way. That's the way Samuel would have chosen, but God didn't choose that way. When Samuel had the sacrifice and the sons were there, the oldest boy, Eliam, he walked in. He was tall. He was rugged. He was strapping. He was strong. He was handsome. He just looked like a king. He held himself like a king. He had such poise. Like his name was so beautiful. His name, Eliab, means God is Father. Here's my oldest son, God is Father, and Samuel's surely the one. I mean, this is a quick trip with this, the king. Lord said, no. The Lord says in verse 7, do not look at his appearance or the height of his stature, because I have rejected him, for God sees not as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance. Man looks at the outward. God doesn't look that way. And so his choice is not based on the outward. See, you can be chosen, you can be God's number one draft pick regardless of your appearance. That's good news, isn't it? Regardless of how you look, 
Say you might be here and you don't look like a king. You don't look like a queen. God says, I'm not looking at the outward. See, a lot of people think that they can't be used of God, that they're second-class citizens in the kingdom of God. Why? Because they're too short. They're too fat. They're too skinny. They're too short. They're too tall. They're too slow. They're too uncoordinated. Their IQ is not high enough. They're too whatever. God said that none of those things matter. I'm not looking at the outward. You're listening to From His Heart with Pastor Jeff Shreve. And the message is called God's Number One Draft Stick. Isn't it a blessing that God looks at the inner matter of the heart and not the external things that the world puts so much stock in? Pastor Jeff returns in just a moment with the second half of the broadcast and more thoughts about the outer characteristics by which most people measure themselves. You know, if you have been one to base your self-worth on that kind of outward appearance or the judgment that people may make about those external things, then discouragement is probably a close friend of yours. Discouragement can really drain you of all hope. Well, Pastor Jeff has written a new booklet to help you face that discouragement and to find the faith to endure and get in sync with the heartbeat of God. The booklet is called In the Face of Discouragement, and it's our thank you gift for your support of any amount to From His Heart this month. To receive your copy, simply call 1-800-985-1530 with your gift. That's 1-800-985-1530. You can text the word HEART, H-E-A-R-T, to 37284, or visit our website at fromhisheart.org. Again, the booklet is called In the Face of Discouragement. Now let's get back to today's message from Pastor Jeff on From His Heart. It's called God's Number One Draft Pick. God didn't choose the oldest. He didn't choose the most stately. God wasn't looking at those things. That, that blesses me. Hey, because when I look at my outward, there are things I'd like to change. I always wanted to be six foot five. Oh, so I would have taken even taller. I'd have taken six eight. I always wanted to be big. I played basketball in high school, and I, I was a postman trapped in a guard's body. I, I wanted to play underneath. I like to bang. But you know, when you're five ten and a half, round up, you're five eleven. When you're only that tall, there's only so much you can do down low. I always wanted to have own and operate a comb. You know, when I got older, and I don't get to do that. It's difficult. I want to look like Brad Pitt. I look like Uncle Fester. I mean, it's just things aren't quite the same. But it's not based, God's choice not based on appearance. You can be chosen regardless of your appearance. You can be chosen regardless of your age. The Lord didn't choose the oldest. Eliab would have been everyone's choice. Hey, Samuel is a godly man. He says that's the king. God his father should be king. No. God chooses the youngest. David was probably, nobody knows for sure, but he's young. Most Bible scholars think that he's about 12 or 13. He wasn't even there. They're initially at the sacrifice. He's too young. They, they just invited the older boys. Now, David uh, had seven older brothers and two older sisters. He's the youngest. His dad has ten kids. But he's the youngest, and God chooses the youngest. Hey, don't ever get the idea that you're too young for God to use you in a great way. The greatest king in the Old Testament was David. And he was chosen 
to be king and anointed as king when he was 12 or 13 years old. Amazing. You'll never get the idea that you're too old for God to use you. When Caleb was 80, he fought the giants at Hebron in the book of Joshua. He fought the giants. When Abraham was 100, he had Isaac. And he trained and taught Isaac, the son of promise. You're never too young. You're never too old. The choice isn't based on appearance. The choice of God is not based on your age. And you can be chosen, thirdly, regardless of your importance. How important was David to Jesse, his own dad? He didn't bring him to the sacrifice. I mean, it's a big deal when Samuel comes calling. It's a big deal. When Samuel came to Bethlehem, that's a big deal. When he calls your family to have a special private time with him, that's a big deal. David wasn't even invited. Dad didn't even tell him. That's how unimportant he was. When Samuel was looking at all the, the sons come by and God says, not this one, not this one, not this one, not this one. He's like scratching his head. He said, Lord, you said it was once one of the sons of Jesse. We've gotten through all the sons. Jesse, you got another son? Oh, yeah, I got the little, the ones. I got the little ones. He's out tending the sheep. We don't let him in the house much. He smells like sheep. But that's how unimportant he was in family. Just a little guy. But he was important to God. So you can be chosen regardless of your importance. Maybe you're here and you say, well, you know, this church has a lot of high rollers in it. I see a lot of doctors and dentists and lawyers and, and this leader and that leader. And I'm just an ordinary person. I mean, God can't use me because I'm just an ordinary person. Look what the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 26. For consider your calling, brethren, that there were not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong, and the base things of the world, and the despised. God has chosen the things that are not, that he might nullify the things that are, that no man should boast before God. God chooses the ordinary. God chooses the unimportant. God loves to choose those kinds of people. Why? Because then God gets all the glory. God gets all the glory. When God had David fight Goliath, that was a mighty miracle when David whipped Goliath because it was such a mismatch. A kid fighting a giant. And God got all the glory. God got all the glory because he chose that which no one else would have chosen. And see, you can be like that. You mark it down. There is no one too small for God to use. And you can never be too small for God to use. You can only be too big for God to use. Because God is sharing his glory with no one else. So God's choice doesn't have anything to do with appearance. Doesn't have anything to do with your age. Doesn't have anything to do with your importance. He doesn't choose based on the outward. Good news. You're still in the running, in the draft. Okay? Isn't that good? doesn't have anything to do with how I am outwardly. Inside number two, God's choice is based on the heart. That's how God chooses. Based on the heart. Look at verse 7 again. The Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For God sees not as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. 
at the heart, at the inner you. That's what God does say. God pulls back all of the exterior, all of the outward. He pulls that back. He pulls back your smile and your fixed makeup and your fixed hair and your beautiful clothes. He pulls all that back. He looks deep down into your inner person, into your heart, to see what's really there. God looked at Eliab, the one Samuel thought was so perfect. God saw a negative, critical, jealous heart. The Lord rejected him. God looks at the heart. The scripture says in 2 Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9, for the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. The eyes of the Lord are moving today and they're looking and God is searching and he's looking and he's stopping right where you are and looking into your heart right now. You see, are you a man, a woman, a boy, a girl after my heart? Are you, is your heart completely mine so that I can strongly support you? What does God look for when he looks into our hearts? Several things. Number one, God looks for a heart that is open and honest. David was a man after God's own heart because his heart was so open and so honest and so tender and he was so real. Just a humble shepherd boy, he was so open to the Lord. I see so many people in churches all over who are just so fake. They're so fake. And they're so concerned about the outward, how do things look to other people. They're far more concerned about what other people think of them than what God thinks of them. They're not open to the Lord. They're not honest with the Lord. And they do not let God really move in their lives. See, an open and honest person has no locked doors inside. An open and honest person to the Lord, he doesn't have anything swept under the rug. He doesn't have anything hidden in a closet. Everything is open. The Lord has free reign and free access. David was like that. He said in Psalm 139, Verse 23, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thought, and see if there be any hurtful, evil way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. He just said, God, you have the green light in my life. If there's something wrong in me, then point it out, and I will deal with it. Is that your heart? Are you open like that? The Lord works in an open heart, in a teachable heart. But there's so many, they're just so locked down. They have learned how to do church, and that's the way they're going to do church. I mean, I got God in this box, and this is how we do things, and and don't change it because I'm comfortable with this. It's just my comfortable Christianity, and they're just so closed. And God says, well, I can't work in that environment. So God passes that person by. They're not open to the Lord. Are you open? Do you have a teachable heart that is open to God's direction? No, frankly, most people don't, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's a choice that God gives you and me to make. Now, tomorrow, Pastor Jeff will reveal the things that God looks for in the hearts of his followers. Make sure you can be with us then. Today's message is called God's Number One Draft Pick, and it's from the series Heartbeat, Becoming a Person After God's Own Heart. 
listen, if you struggled with a loss of passion for the Lord, do you really want to be on fire for Jesus to find yourself really more lukewarm if you're honest? Well, these messages provide powerful, hopeful insights to help you to grow in your love for Jesus and truly become a person after God's own heart. To order your copy, call 1-800-985-1530. That's 1-800-985-1530. Or simply go online to fromhisheart.org. The series and even today's message available on CD or downloadable MP3 format when you go online. Well, we're out of time for today. I'm Larry Nobles, trusting you'll join us tomorrow for part two of the message, God's number one draft pick. That's Friday, right here on From His Heart. to Prayer International Radio. Just wanted to take some time to worship the Lord, you know, just kind of give you the word of the Lord. 